Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. We've got lots to talk about. I'm doing one of my uh, more common and most popular and one of my personal favorite segments. You know, I always say where there's variety in life because I never want to be limited. I always want to be limitless on the topics uh, that we host, the guests that we interview, and all that good stuff and more. I say we because we're all in this together. Can you believe I have hosted this podcast since February of 2009, 11 years ago? It's February now. It's, it's crazy. Just had the 11th year anniversary of this podcast a week or so ago. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you, from my guest co-host to my listeners to my you know, guest I interview, just just all of you. Thank you so much. Um, I fondly remember the days, <laughs> early days, when my dear old college friend, Shabari, who we uh, nicknamed DJ, named Pageant Dad, <laughs> used to co-host with me. I remember also when my dear friend Trish, when I was under the weather, no, I think it was actually my, my biological father. He was not doing well at the time uh, before he passed away from cancer, sadly, and I think it was thank Thanksgiving episode that she hosted for me and she did such a beautiful job and it's good to have good friends like that and I've met so many awesome people including listeners and and guests I've interviewed over the years you know I've had the blessing to meet many of you in person and I'm really grateful for that or or of course by phone on air and um, yeah it's been a fun journey and I hope to do it more you know sometimes people ask because I've hosted it so long and took a hiatus for a little while you know after so many family deaths and and uh so a lot of people ask me well you know are you just gonna quit the podcast I'm like no I just I just can't do it like it's still in my heart to keep going with it and I've it's just taking me on such a cool journey that I want to try to experience more with it and and keep on keeping on you know and speaking of that can you believe that I just now tonight finished setting up a Patreon account? Most people I know that have podcasts already have Patreons and all that, but I don't know. I've been hesitant to do it, and I am still kind of feel weird about it, but I'm going to give it a try. I'm not really expecting anything to happen, but if you want to support, that's awesome, too. I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate each of you either way <laughs> just for listening to the podcast, checking it out. Uh, it's always fun to see your stats, especially which countries have tuned in each episode. And I think the last one showed, of course, the USA where I am, but it also showed uh, India, France, Netherlands. Um, oh gosh, I know I'm forgetting at least 10 different countries. And that was just one episode. It's really cool to see the different, um, you know, listeners from different countries each episode. So knowing that this can get out worldwide, is pretty exciting, pretty cool to, you know, connect to the world. I, I've always been ahead of my times like this, started this before podcasts were popular. Uh, I started video blogs before YouTube celebrities. I was on YouTube and live video and wish so badly now looking back when I was younger that all that occurred during the YouTube celebrity time. Cause I was really, I, I think I was really good at it. I mean, I've connected well with other people and we even had like a, uh, collab videos we would do. And, you know, I really love doing fun, um, music fan cover videos not singing but like 
dancing around like a fool, lip syncing, and you can check them out. There are still a few of them, not a lot left up on my YouTube, but some. Um, and that reminds me, Coffee Talk WC. That's my Patreon name. So you go to Patreon, find Coffee Talk WC, or write out Coffee Talk with Shell, C H E L L E, my podcast name. But Coffee Talk WC is the, um, I think it's patreon.com forward slash coffee talk WC uh, coffee talk WC. I chose that because that is also my YouTube username, my Twitter username and my Instagram username. Uh, a lot of people are like, what's coffee talk WC. I'm like, well, I couldn't fit the whole thing in, you know, coffee talk with shells a lot. So I just narrowed it down to coffee talk WC. And uh, so, yeah, that's how you can find me easily. Twitter, Instagram, uh, if you want to watch my silly videos, some serious too on YouTube, um, there's Coffee Taco Shell Facebook group. Um, what else? Oh, and Patreon once again. So I just set it up. So I'm just kind of, you know, dipping my feet in the water, so to speak. So right now what I've set up is just a $5 per month uh, subscription if you want to be a Patreon. And I'll give you a shout out on my podcast, you know, say your name, give you a thanks, you know, mention you on my podcast. I'm going to try to go back and add more I think they call them tiers, and um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe y'all can let me know what would be perks that you would like if you, you know, decided to be a Patreon. I was thinking along the lines, you know, I'm starting out with just a $5 a month and the personal Patreon thank you, shout out, you know. Uh, I listen to School of Laughs, and I like how at the end of each episode he gives thanks to a Patreon, uh, you know, saying, you know, thanks to this Patreon for, you know, supporting this, uh, you know, sponsoring this the segment of my podcast. I think that's kind of cool um, way to do a shout out. I also had the thought of maybe like a higher tier where those patrons, like say 20 a month, uh, I'll take turns with those patrons. Like, um, is it patrons or patrons? Patrons. Um, like doing an interview of each Patreon per month, you know, like, well, alternate, you know, like one a month. So like, say there's 10 Patreons paying 20 a month, then, you know, for 10 months in a row, you know, interview one of them each if, if they're, if they're interested in doing that. Not everyone likes to be interviewed. Most people I do really love it, but once in a while you'll meet a really shy person. Um, another benefit I was thinking was maybe even the option like 10 or 15 a month to not just give your name a shout out, but your business. You know, if you have a business you want to promote, I don't know. Um, and last, I'm thinking because I do crochet sometimes, maybe, um, or do I like the idea of the postcards? Um, sometimes I notice there's a perk where, like, you could, you know, write a letter or send a postcard to your patrons in the mail is one of the perks. I kind of like that personal touch. So I was thinking about the crochet items, but it have, probably have to be something small size, you know, and put in an envelope. Um, like a shamrock pen, you know, like St. Pius Day is coming up, you know, I've made shamrock pens, something like that. Um, so, yeah, like a card or crochet item, small crochet item or um, a postcard or promote your business. I don't know. Y'all let me know. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure this out. So we're in this together, and I appreciate y'all's feedback and your help on this. All right. So moving on. Uh, again, we're doing one of my favorite segments trending topics and open mic so throughout the next couple of hours you are welcome to call in and share either or ways so some people do both so if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics including news sports and entertainment stories and or participate in open mic night including spoken word poetry music comedy you know call in tell a joke uh, read a poem or um 
playing instruments and all that fun stuff, you know. Um, I love I love doing that because it gives it a little more variety. I usually, you know, talk during the segments if I'm not doing interviews. Uh, so I'll share my own thoughts on some stories going on. Um, and then I play music from, you know, my own switchboard, mostly of artists I've interviewed on the podcast in between, um, you know, talking and all that good stuff. So if you're a new listener, because I went to a comic book show recently and I've got some new listeners, I'm going to play this compilation, a snippet of past interviews along with some music in between real quick, just so you can kind of get a feel of some past interviews over the years. Again, since 2009. I'm really thankful for that. Uh, yeah. So give me just a sec and let me play this little mix for y'all, past interviews and music, and then uh, we will start diving into trending topics after that. Uh, big one story, I can't stop following. I know I, sh- I really got to stop following because I'm having nightmares about it now. I noticed like waking up after a nap with sweats, like, oh my gosh, this is not good. <laughs> like, I didn't think it bothered me that much, but I think it's starting to like, you know, when you watch a scary movie and you're like, why did I watch that? Now I'm having nightmares. Well, I wasn't, ha- I get nightmares easily. And for some reason, I actually wasn't until now. I thought maybe, oh, they'll contain this. It's getting under control. No, the coronavirus is, is scary as heck. And I followed so many passengers that were on that Diamond Princess cruise. I am still praying for all of them. I don't think there are any left on the ship now. I think even the crew is on different ships. I think they got them quarantined on ships they brought on after that, I think. And then most of the passengers are either back in their home countries in quarantine or in the hospital in Japan being treated. And some of them, once they went back to their home countries, sadly got tested positive after after they'd left. You know, it was negative test results initially. So some of them, even in their home countries, are now in the hospitals there. Um, I know China's, you know, the main country they're saying was worse, and then Japan with Diamond Princess um, ship was, you know, sanctioned, um, you know, everyone was quarantined on the ship and docked, and now Italy, Italy's getting it kind of bad, like they're saying it's probably the worst country in Europe that has it right now. I'm in the U.S., U.S., we even have cases here, it's so scary, and um, Italy had a fashion show, and y'all know, um, How do you say his name? Armani, the fashion designer, Mr. Armani. How do you say his first name? George, Giorgio, Armani. Um, They were supposed to have like this fashion show, and he canceled his fashion show at the last minute because he is in Italy, and instead of having a live audience, he, yeah, Giorgio Armani live streamed the his Milan uh, runway show without an audience because you know I'm in coronavirus up so he live streamed it I thought that was pretty clever I mean thanks to technology you know he was able to live stream it and I'm actually going to watch it later because I love fashion shows I'm (laughs) you you probably wouldn't guess it if you met me you'd be like oh she's so down to earth like I I love wearing jeans and t-shirts don't get me wrong but when I began crocheting after I broke my arms 2008 for physical therapy it it opened my eyes to a whole nother world. Like I used to be so judgmental in so many awful ways. And I'm so glad I'm not like that now. And Lord forgive me for that in the past. And uh, I love everybody. And like, I don't think fashion designer people are shallow. I have good friends that are into that field. And I got really inspired once I started crocheting and noticed like really, really cool stuff, you know, very creative things that people do with with fashion and I myself get resourceful um 
speaking of those videos earlier, uh, a couple of the videos, I don't know if they're on my YouTube now or not, I can't remember, but uh, there was one I made, I think, to Poker Face by Lady Gaga, and I can't remember what the other song was, but I remember getting creative and using a, sh- a lampshade as a hat and sheer curtains as a dress, and I just love doing stuff like that for fun, so yeah, <laughs> kudos to those fashion designers, because that's, ooh hard work and, and dedication but at the same time of course kudos to anyone that's working hard whether no matter what field you're in whether it's you know office type work or sports or creative side you know kudos to all the hard workers out there following their their passions and dreams okay all right and are doing the hustle so that they can afford to follow their dreams that's very common all right on the spine community i've learned that a lot I have a lot of comedian friends that work full-time jobs and then perform comedy at night, you know, trying to make it big. And and they're funny as heck. It's just, you know, entertainment world's tough competition. Uh, let's see here. I'm always off on a tangent, but, hey, that's why. <laughs> Again, the taglines where there's always variety in life. Now, let me find that compilation for you, and I'll be right back, and we'll talk more in detail about that coronavirus. Oh, so scary. And please feel free to call in again, share your thoughts, on any new trending topics and or participate open mic, you might need a switchboard that might help. Here we go. Drop this phone number down, save it to your cell phones, whatever you got to do. <laughs> 516-387-1416. Again, area code 516-387-1416. All right, be right back. Going on to coffee in Texas. I'm going to give it one more ah. chance, actually. I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give it one more chance, but... I can't wait to get back to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's I mean, terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's local the problem. From, I just want yeah, chocolate but, I mean, mocha. you, you got to get, get it. good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey. South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home too. I have, I just, I consider I have two homes, you know. And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. Each have two families, you know. I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like, this is like the monster family. <laughs> <laughs> home is like Dallas. the Beverly Hillbilly family. Is there everything that you would hope would make you feel so good? Calling and from where? Yeah, my name is Ross from Los Angeles, California. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god, this is Ross Matthews. <laughs> it is. Oh, How are god. you? I'm shaking. I love you. Oh, yes. you're so cute. We all dream, but nobody listens. But if you love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless, then you know it's a great thing. And in our dreams we rule the world And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret We all have the money, have the money There was a lot of attention, but then it kind of cooled down And we all drive the nicest cars 
like motto in life is just to have fun and just um, you know enjoy life. And, and it took so long to realize that something was missing. Oh, oh. I would like for this book to be a movie. That's my next big dream. That's excited and you know a, a little bit nervous as far as like the crowd and stuff but um it was it was awesome and I, and I had a ball performing and um just you know meeting new people and meeting football players it was it was a, it was a dream come true and uh, I found that uh you know telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff of the things that's happening with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never, ever have to happen again. Good, good. I, I say to her, you, you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went, That you're that person that just went through so much, but it's okay. Hey, you, what's it like out there in Hollywood? So these are the news stories of our time, which is sort of my my hope for the future. Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Calling in from where? Hello, this is Ross from Los Angeles. Hi Ross, how are you doing? No one can call in and pretend to be me because this this voice is an instrument <laughs> and a gift. <laughs> so I don't know if it's rep- you have to find a very very brave woman to replicate this voice. Would you still love me if I was the only, not you, only. everyone listening, and to you, Shell, for watching it. It just means the world to me. And so you said time to call Shell. So. I'm so glad you picked up, and a hi to everyone listening. You think that you know me, so why don't you show me who I am to you? Susie, you know my bio mom. Oh, I'm going to be among the dying. I'm clowning the mystery. We could make history. I'll teach you a thing or two. They weren't spending their time there, you know, feeling sorry for themselves. And would you believe me? They were laughing. They were enjoying their time. Everyone that I ever talked to was so inspiring to me. An upcoming artist, and her name is Bean. I am here, Shell. Thank you so much for having me. I've been on a show like this where I get to talk live, and it goes through like a radio on the internet. It's so cool to me. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Mom told me, she was like, whenever you came out of the womb, you, you came out singing hallelujah. So being able to finally release music to the public, it's like the most freeing feeling ever. Baby, 
you wanted to shave your head, and I was like, don't you dare. I know. You and your stepfather wanted to shave your head. I said, don't you dare shave your head. I would have, and that's why I came up with the pink wig idea. The pink wig. And then I was like, oh, no. The video that you made with the pink wig on. Her name is Grace Doe Bush. My favorite book of all time now is called Perusing, Crafts and Art Section, and it's called Crafty Superstar. I'm always just really, really bored if I don't have a project. <laughs> Not necessarily all fun and glitter and sparkles all the time. There's a lot of hard work. Calling so my daughter could talk to Santa Claus. Oh, hello, Leah. How are you? Good. You know, Rudolph is sitting right next to me. He said hi. You know. Tell him I said hi. I love seashells and coffee, hence my talk show named Coffee Talk with Shell. In 2009, it's been a huge journey, blessing in my life. I've interviewed many celebrities, uh, some via phone, some in person. Uh, Super Bowl came here in 2010, and that was probably one of my biggest pivotal moments in my talk show uh, journey. Life-size corn maze, and you have to find your way out. Quickly, I could make a gingerbread cookie. <laughs> yeah, um, you can go out and buy the, the store-bought gingerbread mixes and just... Um, <laughs> and just <laughs> it just mixes up together and, and bake it in the well, oven. You told me. Bought <laughs> <laughs> a gingerbread mix, Joe. It's easy as that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I still laugh looking back at all that. So much fun. Uh, again, that was just a compilation of some snippets of past interviews over the years. Again, I've, you know, I've been hosting this podcast with February 2009, uh, inspired by Ross Matthews, by the way. Thanks so much to him. I adore him. Um, so, yeah, basically, I uh, lost six family members in six months, including both my parents who adopted and raised me. My father died that March 17th. My mother was the last of the six to die that September 23rd. So within those six months, I lost uh, my parents that raised me. My uncle, biological uncle, died on my birthday. It, it sounds confusing when I say, like, adoptive biologicals because I'm a reunited adoptee since uh, November 1998 and uh, very blessed, very thankful for that journey too. And um, so I went through a grief recovery class and ironically only to deal with my father's death, only he had passed away basically at that point. And when my class ended, um, well, I signed up for it, sorry. And then by the time, so it was like a waiting list. And by the time I got to the class and then went through the class, um, you know, I'd lost several other family members. And then two weeks after my, after I go through the class and sign up to volunteer, teach the classes myself, you know, I wanted to turn around and give back. Uh, two weeks after my own class ended, my mother passed away and I had to find a way to keep going. I was like, I, I, I can't stand it anymore. I'd already been through six months of going to hospitals and cemeteries and, and funerals. And it was, you know, nursing homes and it was just too it was too depressing. It was too much. And it was, it was just taking over my life way too much in, in negative ways in that regard. Don't get me wrong. I'm so thankful for the time I was able to, to be there for my family and all that. But, you know, you've got to find something positive and happy and fun. And, and I learned that in grief recovery class. And I, I 
happy to say I returned teaching uh, classes recently too because I had to take a hiatus after my biological father passed away 2014 and my birth mom got cancer again told me the same day he died and it was just too much accumulation effect but anyway back on track I'm excited. I, I love going Tuesday nights to grief recovery classes and being there and meeting people from the community. Hardly anyone from my church actually attends these classes. It's actually people from Dallas-Fort Worth community. And sometimes we've even had students drive in from like three, four hours away. It's amazing. Huge, huge blessing in my life. Um, I've learned so much more and felt much better giving back and, and volunteering and helping the classes learned so much more than when I was a student. Don't get me wrong. I learned a lot as a student. I encourage each of you at one point or another to take a grief recovery class because whether it's you've had a job loss or move transition, like moved across the country, what have you, or lost a pet or um, health changes or, or family friend death. I mean, there are so many ways we grieve I've learned over the years and I've had students come in for all variety of reasons. Um, and I'm so off track. Oh, oh, yeah, back on track. So so I did all that. Um, what happened was I was a huge fan, I still am, of Ross Matthews. And I was back, you know, Jay Leno, Tonight Show. He was Ross intern back then. And I just adored him. My parents liked him, too, and lost, too. And we all just thought he was just great. And I, I just always, always was, like, drawn into his positivity. And that was like the number one thing he's always taught me is celebrity. I call it celebrity positivity because I've been on TMC Live many times. I haven't recently because I kind of quit doing it. They kept asking and I kept saying yes for a while. And I was like, no. Nah. So I don't know if I'll ever do it again. But they were all very nice. Believe it or not, they were very nice. And I was really proud of myself because at first I was like, no. And then I was like, you know what? This is a chance for me to be that person to go on there and not speak one negative word. So if you go back in the archives, I am so proud of myself to say that every time they had me, they had me alternate, by the way, <laughs> this week, can you call in next week? Can you be video? So then like seem like the same person every time, even though it was, I always said this shell from Fort Worth, Texas, but anyway, <laughs> so every time I was on TMZ live, whatever story, they basically give you three stories, read up on, I think they give you like two hours and then you find out, you know, a little before you go on air, which one of those three stories that they've chosen for you. So you've done your research, at least I did, and you're prepared and you have, you know, your comments ready for the one of the three stories that they've selected for you. And every single time I was always positive, never negative, never condescending, never talked down with anyone. No, not my style. And so I'm, thanks to Ross Matthews, I actually learned thank goodness, <laughs> early on. <laughs> and so, you know, he's the one that inspired me to even begin this podcast because I was like, you know what, I need something fun and happy and and, and take control of, of my life, it's something to look forward to every week. And it just became this beautiful journey, like I said, meeting so many wonderful people. And who would have thought, I mean, Super Bowl came to Dallas, got to interview all these celebrities years ago. And and like I said, I've been on TMZ Live many times. I never thought in a million years I would do all these things. It's bittersweet, though, because we talked about this last week in Grief Recovery. It's bittersweet because things that I've become, like podcast host, uh, aspiring comedian, crocheter, volunteer teacher, crochet class in the community, started that recently. You know, all these these things I didn't do before my parents passed away. So it's bittersweet because these were kind of like cause effects after they passed away. So I found, you know, some positive blessings in disguise. Like, I don't know how to word it right, but you know what I mean? Like it's, 
you know, things that, you know, I would have kept doing other things and, you know, which wasn't a bad thing because I had a good life even before. Of course, you know, I loved having my parents around and I missed them every day. I mean, who wouldn't, you know, but I, I just hope somehow, some way they can see I'm all right, you know, (laughs) but uh, yeah, bittersweet. Okay. Now changing gears back on topic, trending topics, Uh play on words there. All right. So if you want to call in and share your thoughts, uh, there is uh, tongue tied. Hold on. <laughs> they changed my switchboard phone number a while back. So I start to say the old number and then I have to stop myself. So here we go. Area code 516-387-1416. Again, 516-387-1416. And I think I'm pretty sure you can call through the internet. I don't know, like if you call through Skype or directly through internet, I forget. But I think if you just go to my direct link, blogtalkradio.com forward slash coffee talk with Shell, then I think there's an option to like click internet, make sure you have your microphone and headset, um, all that, so we can hear each other. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, if you want to call through the internet, I know some people like to do it that way. All right, but uh. Yeah, I know I mentioned earlier briefly about, you know, coronavirus and Diamond Princess and, you know, the the cruise ship. And I've been following a lot of these passengers' uh, stories on Twitter. A couple of them, I think, follow me back now. A million milers. I've uh, I've been following her, and oh, my goodness me. I mean, please keep these people in your prayers. So the story is with with this couple that the woman – She's the one, the wife, she's the one, um, you know, on my Twitter. She is back in the U.S. in quarantine right now while her husband is still back in Japan in the hospital. I mean, I couldn't, I can't even begin to imagine. I just, I couldn't. And I just get so upset for her. Like, I mean, she's such a calm, positive woman. And, and, uh, and I'll mention another one I've been following from, I think from Hong Kong in a minute, but, um, yeah, so she writes this, these tweets and, and shares these pictures her husband has sent to her from the hospital recently saying they're cutting down costs and, like, there's barely any food. Like, like he's holding a cup and there's only, like, one tiny, like, not even a full orange. Like, one, like, you know, like, when you put a slice of lemon in a cup? That's what it looks like. It looks like one of those sliced orange instead in a, that you would put in a water cup, like, and, like, the tiniest seaweed salad I've ever seen. Just, and he's six six. He's six foot six inches tall like you know I mean they need better nutrition more food more fighting I'm reading some of them or um I don't know if it's true or not I can't confirm on this but I know I know there's controversy between David Abel and his wife Sally but I still pray for all of them and um and I don't know if it's confirmed but I did read earlier they're saying that you know that he's fighting pneumonia not doing well I don't know if he chose denied decline the ventilator or not i think somebody who's supposed to be on a ventilator but i don't know if he agreed to it or not but they're saying even with him supposedly he's not given any meds i mean i don't understand like i don't know some people are saying well it's a virus it you, you know it has to just work itself out of the body but then like well even with a virus if you're in the hospital can't they do something like iv fluids but then i understand at the same time this is a this is a like you know a crisis. I mean, this is like a very unique situation, and the hospitals may really be short-staffed and, and cutting budgets all the way around in terrible ways. Hopefully not, but it's not looking too good, unfortunately. I like to be really positive and 
this is this is this is challenging, you know. I, I, I that's the main reason why I actually have been following them. Be honest with y'all, is I got tired just watching the news, and you know, I wanted to go directly to these people. You know, I kept seeing this cruise ship on the news, and I was like, you know what? I just want to see for myself how they're doing. So I got on Twitter, and then I realized a lot of these passengers were sh- sharing their own stories, pictures, and words, and and communicating, interacting. And I thought, well, gosh, they, you know, I. I myself, I mean, I love this podcast. I love interacting with people around the world. I, I couldn't imagine feeling so isolated in that regard, you know. And so I thought, well, maybe at least I can do is let them know I'm praying for them, or you know, we're here for you, you know, and help them feel not as as alone, you know. But uh, yeah, so if you want to share your thoughts on coronavirus, and I know there's another term. Am I saying it right? COVID nineteen, um, and I think there's even a newer term for the virus. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just so many of changing. That's why I always say consistency is change. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to call in, share any of your thoughts on any trading topics, including this, of course, or any other news stories or sports entertainment stories and or participate in open mic night, um, I might try to call my friend Jabari, see if I can persuade him to sing a song with me for for a fun open mic part of the show tonight. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll try. Uh, anyway, phone number again, switchboard phone number here, Colin, is 516-387-1416. I'm going to play another song. I'll be right back. I'll try to call my friend Jabari on air in a moment here. And then in the meantime, let's see here. Oh, don't forget, check out uh, Coffee Talk with Shell on Patreon. Just find, I think it's patreon.com forward slash coffee talk WC or share your thoughts. Let me know, you know, some feedback. What are some good perks to offer for for Patreon since I'm brand new to this? Uh, let's see here. Let me find one of the artists that I've interviewed. Oh, I know. Brandon Flippin. I love his album. It still amazes me thinking that these albums I'm playing, that these guests I interviewed, that these were their first albums. They sound so good. All right. So this song I love to play uh, called Seam. And it's a great time to play it, especially when we're talking about these passengers and the challenges they face, because I, I call this my, when my face is being challenged <laughs> song, this is my go-to song. And it's called Seam by Brandon Flippin. Be right back. With solid 
I love that song. Again, that was Seam by Brandon Flippin. Beautiful song. Uh, so, again, if you want to call in tonight and share your opinions on any trending topics, you know, share your thoughts on any news stories, entertainment, uh, sports, any of that, and or call in and participate in Open Mic Night, doing both for the next, you know, almost two hours, well, hour and a half or so to go. Um, I'm hoping we have someone calling in soon, actually, to share a poem. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, so I love open mic. I love to hear y'all's beautiful voices and talents. So uh, and I like to kind of mix it up with trending topics and open mic because trending topics can get kind of too much sometimes, <laughs> like coronavirus. Like it's a lot, you know, to take in. Um, so, yeah. So, again, if you want to call in and, like, read a poem or do spoken word or um, sing a song, play an instrument, tell a joke, you know, comedy, music, spoken word, poetry, all that. Uh, again, the switchboard phone number here is 516-387-1416. Again, 516-387-1416. Or I think you can call through the internet through Skype or something. Um, let's see here. Just for grins, I'm going to go over to Twitter and see what's trending overall. Oh, man, there's always a lot going on. Okay, so... Here we go. Um, model, author, restaurateur, B. Smith died of early onset Alzheimer's disease. She authored several cookbooks, ran a chain of restaurants, and worked tirelessly to raise awareness about Alzheimer's disease amongst people of color. She died at age 70. Oh, there's a beautiful picture of her they posted. That's so sad. Rest in peace, beautiful lady. Oh, my goodness. 
And kudos for her, you know, while while she was fighting early Alzheimer's herself, being an advocate for that for others too. That's amazing. Wow, she was really pretty, y'all. So pretty. Um, let's see here. Beautiful person inside out for sure. Uh, let's see. Kenya is trending. Let's see what that's about. Uh, looks like she's on a show. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Why did Mark marry Kenya if he hates her so much? <laughs> Real Housewives. That's so funny when you see something like that, like a name, like just one person named Trinning, and you're like, why? And then you <laughs> and then you go back and look and see. It's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Funny. Um, I used to watch those, like when it first came out, I think the very first Real Housewives show, maybe one or two of I watched. can't remember what cities there were now, but... And then luckily I just stopped. <laughs> I, mean, I used to watch way too much TV. I'm thankful I don't do that as much now. And thank goodness for DVR. But even with DVR, I noticed I have a lot of stuff on there I still haven't even watched. You know, I love reading. Which, speaking of, that reminds me before I forget, uh, I'll be setting up this interview on my, my podcast website here soon, too, so you'll see it. But I am so excited because I have an interview lined up this next Sunday, so March 1st at 8 p.m., and it is all about this book called Boy Band, and it's uh, soon to be a feature film. It's an indie film, and so it was written by Jacqueline E. Smith, and she will be one of the two people I'll be interviewing. I'm actually going to be interviewing two people, her and uh, Jill. Oh, gosh, I don't want to say her name incorrectly, pronounce it incorrectly. I'll say Miss Delgado for now. I want to say... I don't want to say it wrong. I'll be I'll be mad at myself. So I need to ask her. Uh, but yeah, it was written by Jacqueline E. Smith, and uh, again, it's called Boy Band. It's uh, published Wind Trail Publishing's company. The book, uh, I, I love it. So I had the honor of meeting the author and the, the filmmaker woman, which I'm trying to remember how to pronounce her name. I want to say, I want to say, Chalitzer. I don't know, but I want to say Ms. Delgado because I, I, I can't find it right now. Um, so please forgive me. But uh, they were so sweet. They gave me this copy of this book and both autographed it. Um, so Jacqueline, the author, wrote to Shell Happy Valentine's Day because it was Valentine's Day weekend. I met someone at the North Texas comic book show. And I like what the filmmaker wrote, Shell Mel loves you because Mel is the nickname of the main character of the book. And it's been really good so far. Good read. And I hope y'all will check it out too. Just go online, look up Boy Band by Jacqueline Smith and uh give it a give it a try. But yeah, I definitely wanna interview them and give them a shout out and uh, I hope y'all will tune in next Sunday when I interview them as well. I can't wait. Really excited. I was telling them, you know, last interview uh similar interview would be when I interviewed Amberly Snyder from Walk Ride Rodeo. Well she heard the movie itself. Do y'all remember Walk Ride Rodeo was on Netflix not long ago? She's actually the movie was about her life and so inspiring. Walk Ride Rodeo because she, uh, Amberly Snyder herself is a rodeo champion, a horse barrel, a horse, how do you call it? Um, oh my goodness, how do you say the term? Um, horse race, horse barrel racer. I think I'm getting the words mixed up. She, uh, Okay, so again, uh, Amberly Snyder, just look up Walk Ride Rodeo and you can read all her info. But basically, she was doing well overall, really well in the rodeo, and you know, competitions, 
And then she was in a really bad car wreck uh, by herself and paralyzed for life in the wheelchair. And it's very inspiring. I mean, seriously, inspiring story how she finds her way back to rodeo, finds her way back on the horses and everything, y'all. Like, with the wheelchair and everything, she finds the strength of her arm strength, can do all of the stuff for herself, still needs help here and there. And the movie is it's just a beautiful movie. And so when I saw this, I was really excited. Because they took like that, you know, they took her life story and book and turned it into a movie. And this, this is like a little different, but I think it's really fun, you know, a fun story, fun movie. And I love creativity. I really do. And I love how it says, it's weird being in love with your best friend. That says it on the cover of the book. It's so funny. It's so true. It makes me think of uh, my high school days when I was in love with my best friend, but he was not in love with me. <laughs> But it turned out he plays for the other team, so no worries, and we're still best friends. So I called my brother, and he calls me his sister. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I just thought it was really interesting when I saw the title of the book, Boy Band. It just caught my attention instantly. I was like, that's pretty clever. Oh, synopsis. Here we go. Uh, so y'all know real quick. I'll just give you an overview of this book, and then we'll move back on to the other categories again, turning topics open mic, um, and call my friend Jabari in a bit. Sam Morno is Melissa Parker's best friend. He's also a member of the Kind of September, basically the hottest boy band on the planet. <laughs> After two and a half years, Mel is all too familiar with the day-to-day occurrences that come with being a member of the band's inner circle, including hectic schedules passionate fans, and gossip-mongering celebrity girlfriends. Now, with the release of the group's third album just weeks away, their lives have never been crazier, and Mel is doing everything she can to keep up, all the while trying to cope with the ridiculous rumors that follow the band everywhere they go and pretending that she isn't hovering a secret and hopeless crush on Sam. Uh, it's weird enough to be being in love with your best friend. It's even weirder when the rest of the world is in love with them, too. Mm, so good. I love the synopsis. And I love music, so this is great. I love to read books, and I love music. So this is just right up my alley. Right up my alley. Oh, we have a caller. One moment. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, California. Is this a team uh, of voices from the chat? Hi, yeah, Chatter. How Hatter. you doing? Hi, Jay okay. Hatter. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, hanging out in the chat room tonight. Yeah. Yeah, and if anyone else wants to, I have the chat room open through the Blog Talk Radio uh, talk show website. So I understand you have up to share? Uh, yes, if I may. Oh, definitely. I, I, did post, hear it. I, did, I, did, I did post a link in your chat room. If anybody wants to follow, they can click it. If anybody Great. else was there, it's sort of a tribute to uh, military. My tribute last uh, Memorial Day. So, should I just go ahead and read it uh, then? Sure, go ahead. Okay, it's it's called "She Was Never Alone: A Promise to a Little Girl." It goes like this: Each time I watched as she stood in waves, something she did around midday, <clears throat> politely gazing into the sea, I wondered. I wondered why quite innocently. Always wearing the same white dress, her hair strung flowers to, to look her best. She twirls like smoke on a, on a fire-lit dune. Each day she's there at a quarter to noon. 
I asked and hoped someone would share a story of a little girl with flowers in her hair, tales of a girl that lives each day watching the sea at the crashing waves. Tomorrow I'll, I'll, I'll wait near the place she stands, hoping that I might understand. She was 11, and she lives on Mary Brook Way. She likes to likes syrup and pancakes to start the day. She calls her cat pretty and her dog Scooby-Doo. She lives with her mom, and her aunt lives there, too. Her name is Samantha, her eyes so blue each day she wished her wish to come true. She called her father, the one she missed. I watched her smile, then blow him a kiss. He went to fight and to protect us all. He's handsome and brave and very tall. He said he would come home and as soon as he can. I, he promised me, and I, I should understand, that sometimes fathers have to leave. That's what he said, so I have to believe. How long has it been since she went away? Uh, I've watched you stand here every day. Her father, I couldn't, uh, I'm sorry, her father, I could tell she must have adored. I wondered if she knew there was no war. It had ended a year ago times three. I feared for Sam and where her father might be. So strong I felt in this little girl's twirl who refused to let it change her world. He's on his way. I know it's today that he'll come back to me, and that's the way it's got to be. Samantha never missed a day out of waves. Her hair's tied with flowers around midday. A little girl's love grew and grew. She never failed to gaze the sea. She waits for her father's turn to her, and that's the way it's just got to be. Summers turn winters many more times. My return was in hopes that I might find a little girl, a little girl just older, still in a gaze with eyes so distant, still counting the waves. Ten years have gone, and I, I'm, and I have returned, wondering if Sam. Had ever, had ever learned the fate of her father she held so dear, never to return. I had that fear. I wish there was, I wished there could be, I'm sorry, I wish he, it could be that it was sure, sure it would around midday where the little girl once stood. She must have ended her daily quest realizing that it would be for the best. I bowed my head in thoughts of so sad and the story of Sam and her missing dad. Then appeared the flowers that tied the hair a little girl grown in a story to share. Her hair with her hair was floral, so perfectly tied with stood she stood in the place watching the tide. Could it be her after all these years still refusing to realize her greatest of fears? Then someone was walking to- slowly towards Sam, in uniform, a soldier, a very tall man. A smile planted upon my face. Sam stood in her special place. A little girl knew he would come home no matter how long. She was never alone. In poem. Oh, wow. That was really good. Oh, my goodness. Very powerful. Mm. Bittersweet poem. Wow. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. Was that Was that cathartic for you to write that? Well, it it was because I know uh, I know some other poets and other people that have had to serve or their their fathers served in Vietnam or, or some of the other conflicts. Uh, I didn't have to. I was lucky. I missed the war 
but two years in Vietnam. So, but I respect everybody that, that had, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't have, because I didn't have to. So this is my tribute to who, who they leave and wonder. And sometimes they don't come. Right. But, uh, Yes, I have a group of soldier friends that have been listening to my podcast for years. Shout out to Screaming Eagles, and sadly, I've lost many of those friends over these years, you know, killed in combat. So, no, that's a wonderful Screaming point. Eagles. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing. You're welcome. Thanks for letting me. Keep, oh, of course, anytime. I hope you'll keep listening and, and keep tuning in every week. And and you have a podcast yourself you'd like to Mention? Yes, 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 I do. Uh, the, a team of voices on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Jay Hatter, um, one of the hosts during the week. And what is your podcast about? We, is it mostly poetry? Or well, it's, it's 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 writing, writing song lyrics, poetry. Mine's more. My show once a week is more of the entertainment chat. I do allow anybody to call with uh, lyrics or their work, and is allowed to read it live on my show. Nice. Very nice. So y'all check but, out Team of uh, Voices also then on Blog Talk Radio with Jay Hatter especially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're it's a it's a group inside all poetry dot com and we use the blog talk for the chat and the radios. So Oh nice. That's I'll I'll definitely check it out soon. Thank you so much for calling in, yeah. Jay Hatter. Have a great night. Sure. Thank you, you too. Thanks. That was really good. Mm. I just love something like that where you feel like you can be there in that moment when he's talking about the little girl waiting for her dad to come home. Mm, bittersweet. I know my soldier friends will greatly appreciate that poem. So I'm really glad he called in. And uh, speaking of my soldier friends, this is a song I always try to play at least once per segment every week for them. I've done it for many years now, but and it's a song by my favorite band, favorite artist, Michael Fronti of Spearhead. And the song is called Time to Come Home be right back after this song. We'll get more into training topics and open mic night. A dog press got just says, I don't know if y'all hear him, but you probably do. And he just said, hello. He, he knows when the soldier friends are listening and that they have their canine partners. And uh, it's so funny because I always have him in the studio with me when I host this podcast. And he never, ever, ever digs for socks unless it's Sunday night during this podcast for two hours because he knows the soldiers and their canine partners. <laughs> so he sends out his love and hugs to them and, and all of you. Be right back. Here's time to go home. I always dedicate it to my soldier friends, but all military and veterans and their loved ones. And I can never say thank you enough for all you all do. Be right back. You are 
Once again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Fronty of Spearhead. Check out their music and tour dates at michaelfronty.com. I'm really, really excited. Actually, excited for a couple of um, events coming up. So March 7th, well, March 1st is my interview, of course, with the, the book author and filmmaker for Boy Band. And then March uh, 7th? Yeah, Saturday, March 7th, Ross Matthews is coming here to Dallas. I can't wait. Um, you can check out his tour dates and info because he's going to different cities throughout U.S. I, don't know, I think he's going to Canada also. Yeah, U.S. and Canada. Um, yeah, so go to helloross.com. He has a new book out called Name Drop where he shares um, many different inter- very interesting celebrity stories and uh, over the years. And then Let's see, that's March 7th. A lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, April April 18th, that's on a Saturday night. Uh, Michael Franti is one of the opening acts for Kenny Chesney at, um, I want to say our Cowboy Stadium in Arlington. Yeah, I haven't, I've been to that venue, but like only when they had like open practice football. I've never actually been to a live football game there. It's a very nice venue, by the way. <laughs> and, um, I've never been to a concert there either, so that'll be interesting experience. But yeah, so it's got uh, Kitty Chesney's the main act, and then there's a couple other bands. I want to say Old Dominion and Florida Georgia Line, are, and Michael Friday Spearhead are the uh, opening acts. So it's, it's a full, full event. Like I'm really excited about that. So yeah, and it's on Saturday night. So you know, if you have kids, get the babysitter or take the kids. I don't know. Uh, Michael Fronty shows are usually kid friendly, but I don't know. I don't know about the other artists, so check your venue. <laughs> Find out first if it's like adult night only, date night, or, or kids family friendly kind of event. But anyway, um, but yeah, go to michaelfronty.com. I know he added some other venues to like some solo, you know, concerts, just their band as well. And and again, you know, this is Kenny Chesney and them as well. So he's kind of double touring it, <laughs> double timing it there. He's got. Three kids now. He has, um, I think his his youngest son is a bit over one years old. A day, not a day. Oh my goodness, a <laughs> day and Cabby are his grown sons. Excuse me, and Cabby's oldest son a day and baby Taj. I keep saying I never just say Taj. Well, they call him DJ Taj, but his name is Taj. But uh, yeah. So anyway, so I can't even imagine three kids. <laughs> I only have a dog, and I love my dog, but you know three kids I think even one kid's a lot but I think kids are awesome don't get me wrong but I know it got it's got to be expensive you got to pay the bills all right but uh but you know life is definitely fulfilling for them I'm sure and beautiful with, with their three sons so and baby Taj or DJ Taj is so so cute I just love his curly hair I love seeing the videos and pictures of him so so cute uh a uh, little drummer boy I call him all right um Oh, my dog is trying to say hello again. Hello. You want to say hi, everyone? All right. You want to share your thoughts on training topics? Oh, no. I may have to get him a treat here in a minute. Yeah, not good training. I know. He's 12. He turned 12 on New Year's Day. I've, I mean, he, he'll do the tricks for me for treats. Tricks for treats. You know, like he can give you five. He'll sit and he'll roll over, um, sit, stay, all that good stuff and more. He even, he'll he even do command pray, but... Yeah, he prays with me every night. <laughs> but right now he's not being good. He's acting up. Usually he's good and calm for the most part. But I'm guessing my husband's eating right now in the other room, and it must be something my dog really wants 
to taste because he is getting really excited about it. All right, so I'm going to be right back. I apologize for the inconvenience. But in the meantime, um, if you do call in, hang tight. I'll get your calls as soon as I can. Are you done? Are you? Oh, man. All right, be right back. I apologize again because I really want to dive more into some training topics here in a minute. Uh, again, the phone number, you can call in, and then I'll get to your call as soon as I can. So hang tight, 516-387-1416. Or a lot of people, what they like to do is tweet me live during the show. Prescott, that's enough. Uh-uh. Oh, you know what? I have the water ball. I hate spraying it on him, but it's the only thing that seems to stop him barking when he acts up. Okay, so we'll see. We'll see how how we do there. Is it time? Okay, good. He laid down. Okay, maybe I don't have to put him in timeout. I hate putting my dog in timeout. Like, I really hate doing that. But I know, it's like a little kid, you know, just go sit in the corner five minutes, think about it, come back, you're good. All right. But usually if I even pretend to spray the water bottle, I don't actually have to spray the water. Just act like I'm going to do it. He's, he calms down pretty quick. So it's good, interesting training method I was taught. Okay, um, by Barkbusters. <laughs> All right, back on training topics then. 54 minutes to go. Call and say hello. Share your thoughts on training topics and or participate in open mic night. Uh, 516-387-1416 is the switchboard phone number or tweet me live during the show or over the next hour. So about almost a whole hour to go. Plenty of time. Call and say hello. Uh, Coffee Talk WC on Twitter. So, okay. Let me just kind of do one more overview. I started to do that earlier with some of the trending topics. Elizabeth Warren in the Texas trending. Jeffrey's trending for your eyes only. Now, some of these are trending because locally for me because of Texas. So let me go overall here. Oh, man. Self-styled daredevil Mad Mike Hughes dies in homemade rocket disaster. He, what? Oh, my gosh. I got to read more on that. Uh also says that more than this is U.S. news, by the way, trending on Twitter right now. More than 300 people evacuated, and almost 50 hospitalized after a natural gas leak in Mississippi. That's a lot. And did y'all see that story the other day? Was it California that had the the bees? It was like, was it 400 bees? Like, there was one phone call for like a guy had been stung by a bee, and the paramedics came out there, and then it turned out to be like I think 400 bees. And all these paramedics were out there, and I think five of them had to go to the hospital. It was terrible. Just scary stuff. Uh, Hades Carnival canceled as police and army soldiers clash in the streets. That's world news, of course. Wow. Italy holds huge orange fight despite coronavirus. Hundreds of flights disrupted as dust storm engulfs the Canary Islands. Italy imposes several measures in an effort to stop the spread of coronavirus. See what I mean? I'm reading these headlines and over half of them are related to coronavirus, whether it's a different country or, or not. I mean, oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. At least three dead after charter bus rolls down an embankment in California. Okay, this is getting too sad again. Like, I love training topics because I love to hear people's thoughts on what's going on and things, you know, we're all reading about so we all can relate and see and have our view on and all that. But then, oh, but then sometimes it just gets too sad. That's why I like to, you know, change it up with the open mic too. Oh, wow. Here's that story. It was, oh, wow. Oh, it wasn't 400. It was 40,000 bees, y'all. Whoa. A swarm of 40,000 bees attacked police and firefighters responding to a bee sting report. And it happened 
in California. It was California. So there's sent some some of the first responders were sent to the hospital in Pasadena, California, Whew. after being attacked by a swarm of Africanized beasts. And they and the firefighters and police were responding to a call about a single bee sting. Can you imagine showing up thinking it was just one guy got stung by one bee and there's 40,000 bees? Very frightening. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-mm-mm. We need to find some fun stories for me. Let's go to the fun section. Let's give something upbeat here. That's why I like those silly memes and stuff. They cheer you up, you know, or those happy, feel-good viral videos. Oh, oh, this is a great one. This one's one of my favorite stories. An 86-year-old woman sank of 94 foot to win herself a new car. So Mary Ann Wakefield, an 86-year-old old Miss basketball fan, she sunk a 94, 94 foot put, y'all, and won a new car on Saturday during the Rebels Crimson Tide game in Oxford, Mississippi. I just love that she's so cute. I saw her daughter tweeting earlier trying to get her on the Ellen show. Like, hey, that's my mom. She's a fan of you, Ellen. Look what she did. Well, I really hope she does get on the Ellen show. Very cute. Sandra, which is her daughter on Twitter, if y'all want to say hello <laughs> and watch the video. It's really good. Or look up Old Miss Sports. Oh my gosh, it's so funny because even the even the commentator, the guy hosting, you know, with the microphone next to her, the whole time watching her is saying like, "This is looking really good because it's going straight towards it, and it it doesn't roll all the way in. She makes it." And I love the audience, the crowd's reaction. They're all so excited for her. So cool. Wow. Oh, I like this guy wrote, Nailers Off Ice on Twitter wrote, the Bob Barker inspirational put is still doing wonders all these years later. Well said. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So there we go. That's a much more uplifting, happy story there. I'll see if I can find one or two more real quick. Hold on. Yeah, so like if you're on Twitter and you go to the top, Instead of, like, clicking news, we can click sports, fun, entertainment. So news, I think, automatically comes up on mine. I need to default it to the fun one because these are great. Or entertainment. Fun one's probably the happiest one. Wow. Very cool. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I love this one, too. Because, you know, I'm a dog lover, of course. A dog wanted to take a free kick during a soccer game in Turkey. So this dog (laughs) invaded this pitch during the game between, oh, I don't know how to say this names, but um, between Faith Karakamaruk and Gernson Spore in Istanbul, managing to dribble and kick the ball before being removed by one of the players. The video is so cute. It does. It totally looks like this dog is just totally playing soccer with them. I mean, it's so funny. And then there was another story I was trying to find that one of my friends had posted something about a dog. I think the headline said like the dog turns himself, reports himself missing himself and at the police station, like some dog, I guess, wandered into the police station and it was a missing dog. And I hope that means they were able to get the dog back home safe and sound. But I mean, what are the odds, right? That's so funny, but it was not funny because the dog was missing, but it's hopefully a happy ending. But I love that dog soccer story. That's a really good one. Let me see if I can find the turn himself in police station. (laughs) 
I was like, what in the world? How did that happen? Oh, I can't find it. Reports himself. All right, now I'm going to have to find my friend's post because it was really cute. Uh, I only found one that came up, like, from 2014, so I don't know. I don't know if she posts the old story or not, but it was so cute. It was just so, so cute. <laughs> I don't know. I'll try to find it later, I guess. If I can find it, I'll share more with you later. All right, so again, if you want to call in, there's still plenty of time to call in and say hello and share your thoughts on training topics, including news, sports, entertainment stories. We've done a few news stories. Um, I haven't done sports yet. We'll do sports here in a minute. Actually, we'll call Jabari and say what's up with sports and see if he wants to sing a song with me, uh, if he'll answer or call back into the show if he doesn't answer. So hold on. Bear with me. I'm going to have to leave my voicemail. Hold on. Okay. He usually keeps up with sports. You have reached Jabari Russell. I am not able to come to the phone right now. If you would need a name, a number, and a short, brief message, I will get back with you as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Hey, Jabari, it's Shell. I'm live on air. Um, if you get a chance to call in, I thought I'd get your insight on sports. All right, and or if you want to call in and sing a song with me because I'm doing trending topics and I haven't really done the sports section much yet tonight. And I also do an open mic, so, you know, it's always fun to sing a song with you if you want to sing like Hey by Outcast with me or another song. I don't know. But if not, just call in and say, hey, if you get time before 10 o'clock tonight, uh, your time zone, of course. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, let's see. My switchboard phone number. In case you want to save it on your phone, because it changed a while back, the area code now it's 516-387-1416. And let me know when I call you if my caller ID actually shows up my switchboard phone number or something different. I need to test that out myself on my phone. All right, I'll talk to you later. Call back if you get a chance. If not, no worries. Talk to you later. All right, bye. Now i got to figure out how to hang up this call. There we go. Okay, bye, Jabari. <laughs> If you are satisfied with your message, press 1 to listen to your message, press 2 to erase and re-record, press 3 to continue recording where you left off, press 4. Are you still there? If you are satisfied with your message, press 1 to listen to your message, press 2 to erase and re-record, press 3 to continue recording where you left off, press 4. Are you still there? If you are satisfied with your message, press 1 to listen to your message, press 2 to erase and re-record, press 3 to continue recording where you left off, press 4. Sorry you're having trouble. Your message has been sent. Goodbye. Are you ready?
Oh, my goodness. I tried to play music. I don't know what happened. I tried to call my friend Shafari. I thought I only suddenly disconnected on his end on his call, but apparently I disconnected myself from the podcast. But I'm I'm back now. For some reason I wasn't able to dial through the with the headset, so I'm using my own speakerphone at this point. I know, kind of weird, but it's okay. you got to make do, right? But uh, I apologize profusely for that. That was very frustrating, but I am back now. And, uh, yeah, so feel free, again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on training topics and or participate in open mic night, again, the phone number, switchboard number is call 516-387-1416. And then listen to the prompts. I think you pressed 1 to talk live on air, but listen to the prompts. Um, or tweet me live during the show because we've still got a little over half an hour to go. Uh, you can tweet me live at Coffee Talk WC. And, Oh, that's so frustrating. I try to, sometimes when that happens, once in a blue moon, I try to, like, tell it to play a song, because sometimes it'll still play music when I'm disconnected, but I don't know if it worked or not. I'll have to listen back later and see. But I'm back now, and, oh, that's just so embarrassing. But anyway, and and on that note, yeah, doesn't it sound great? Well, I just got disconnected from my own podcast, and now I'm going to remind you that after, you know, having hosted this since 2009, you think I wouldn't get disconnected at all, let me remind you once again that I have set up a Patreon account. So yeah, check it out, patreon.com forward slash coffee talk WC, or just follow me on Twitter and see the link there. Um, so far, I've just set it up for like $5 a month for the, like a monthly shout out, uh, or monthly member benefit as you get a shout out on the uh, sometime on my podcast, you know, hear your name mentioned, shout out, shout out. But again, I'm going to look more into adding more tiers and benefits perks, um, as I mentioned earlier. But if you all have any ideas, the ones I mentioned earlier, in case you're just tuning in, or um, maybe, you know, like higher tiers, like say 10, 15, 20 per month, you know, different tiers, like um, instead of just saying your name, mention your business, promote your business give your business a shout out on my podcast, even do a, a little ad where, you know, you send me an audio clip or I read a script you give me or, um, or I send you a postcard and or a crochet, like small crochet. I'm like a shamrock pen you can wear, like a safety pin attached to the back of a shamrock, you know, a crocheted little one, <laughs> um, something like that, like little items, crochet items, um, that would fit like in an envelope or what's the other one? Oh, my favorite one is the the highest tier would be those patrons would uh, would take turns doing one interview a month on each of those patrons. I think that would be kind of cool because I think everyone has a story to tell. And it's really interesting to me to see who who brings what to the table. Everyone has something to offer, but it's what, you know, how it varies per person that intrigues me, and I think it's really cool. Because I always say the differences in people is what makes the world go around, you know, makes it a really cool and interesting place. Life is good. All right, so 35 minutes to go. Um, I wonder if we should try to call Jabari again or not. I don't know. Cause, uh, no, we better not because I might actually get disconnected again. If he calls in, great. But, yeah, I don't think I'm going to try to call him again now I think about it. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Um, so we're talking about training topics, and I'm trying to find a poem. Or I'm trying to find my book of poems just so I have do a, a little contribution myself for 
um, for open mic part segment tonight. But my poems are not nearly as good. They're from like high school days, so they're not nearly as good as the one you heard earlier from Jay Hatter. And thanks again for him calling in. I hope you'll check out his podcast too called it Team of Voices, also on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Justin Bieber, that's kind of a cool story. I love comeback stories. And I know he said, well, I've been here all the time. I just took a break. But I still think it's really cool. I was really happy to see he did so well on his last uh, Saturday Night Live performance. That was really good. That new intention song he's done, wow. If you haven't seen that music video, check it out. It was really cool. It's not like a regular music video. They go around and help these women need and, and it was really cool stuff. It's very, very inspiring story. Or, you know, stories, I should say. Uh, yeah, it's a very uplifting video. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Justin Bieber changes. I'm sorry, well, changes is the name of the album, which I think is very fitting for him. And I did go uh, the Intentions. That's probably my favorite song off the album. I actually went to his YouTube the other day and, and just did a, you know, playlist and played all the songs from his new album. I think I heard them all. And uh, I would say, I don't know, I felt like at least five or more kind of had a similar vibe. I mean, they were good, but they had kind of that, well, he said it in interview too, which, I mean, it sounded nice. It's just some of them were a little slower paced, kind of, you know, so like dance bop, you know, it was like, uh, you know, what did he call it? Um, what's the term? I want to say like soul music. And this is good, but Intentions is probably definitely one of my favorites because it's catchy, it's uplifting, you can dance to it. I don't know, I just really, really like it. And Yummy, I don't I actually don't hate Yummy, but it's not my favorite. But it, I don't, I mean, I like it, but it's not my favorite. Like Intentions is like when I would listen to all the, like on repeat, no joke. All right. So, yeah, what do y'all think about Justin Bieber returning going on tour again, all that good stuff. I think it's kind of cool. Mm, what else is going on? Walking Dead's airing, so if you're a Walking Dead fan, call in and give me updates, because I'm too scared to watch it. I've only seen two episodes. So one of the two episodes I saw was that one, the famous scene. I mean, I just happened to watch only two episodes, and one of the two happened to be the episode that's, like, one of the most famous episodes, where the lady tells the little girls, like, you know, to look at the flowers before she shoots her. <laughs> oh my gosh. So crazy. So crazy. Yeah. Too scary. Too many nightmares. Um American Idols tonight. I think it's the episode with the gas leak and Katy Perry passing out. Let's see if that's posted. Yeah, I wanna see what happened. I hope hopefully everybody alright. I was kind of open when I saw the trailer, the preview for it. I was like, oh, I hope she didn't really faint. I hope she was just playing around, but I don't know. Oh, that's nice. They have Luke Bryan posted a picture. It says, special thanks to the first responders, and it has the three judges and firemen all together, and not posing for a picture of American Idol. Oh, that's nice. Oh, and one of them's one. Are they all holding American Idol tickets? Oh, that's cute. Probably because of the the gas leak experience. Yeah, I hope she's all right. I hope they're all all right. Wow. Let's see. Uh, but, yeah, so I was looking that up. Sorry, I got sidetracked. I was trying to see if I find more about that gas leak. Cause that was kind of weird. I mean, 
I'm so sensitive. I hate even get, putting gas in the car. I'm so sensitive to that stuff. I couldn't even imagine. Oh, I, got, I don't know what I think about Gas leak. Oh, mm-mm, no, no. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Okay, so I'll be right back. Um, I don't know what's going on. It's freezing up tonight. Okay, all right. I'm going to be right back. Uh, 30 minutes to go. Call in and say hello. Uh, share your thoughts on any trending topics and or participate in open mic night. Uh, so from news to entertainment, sports stories, share your thoughts on any of those. And or if you want to participate in open mic and perform comedy, music, poetry, spoken word, any of that. Still plenty of time, half an hour to go. So again, switchboard phone number 516-387-1416. We're going to me live at Coffee Talk WC. In the meantime, I'm going to try to play a song for y'all. <laughs> if I can get it to work, and I'll be right back. There's something I wanted to find on Twitter to share with y'all if I can find it. So, in the meantime, I'm gonna play this song. I haven't played it in a long time, but you know, with all, everything going on in the world and everything, it's called "The World Is Our Mother" by Robert Bylum, featuring Brandon Hilton. Message of hope. Be right back.
Oh my goodness. So um wow. So I'm reading this this tweet comes up. Um wow. And um let me do this article. It's on sacme.com and it says those who test positive coronavirus were at Travis Air Force Base told they must go, but where? So basically, you know, the Diamond Princess, like um, U.S. passengers return U.S. that are now being um, that tested negative are being quarantined, or some of them are being quarantined at Travis Air Force Base. Now it's saying, I guess they want to test them again because now it's saying um, that they're some of them are refusing to be tested because they're saying like if they if they are tested and they test positive, they don't want to have to go somewhere else again, like, I guess because they're, you know, that's their second quarantine technically now from the 14-day cruise ship to the 14-day Travis Air Force Base or in the midst of that. Now, it's kind of interesting. It says, um, this article, by the way, is by Lisa Krieger from Bay Area News Group, posted to, earlier today, and it basically says here, kind of paraphrase, uh, coronavirus patients can't stay at Air, Travis Air Force Base federal government as announced. But so far, there's nowhere else for them to go. On Saturday, U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention told Diamond Princess Cruise ship passengers that everyone who tests positive for the virus must be moved from the Fairfield quarantine, even if they're not sick. We need to move them for observation and care and to make sure people are being medically evaluated and their needs met, said the CDC's Peggy Honan in a phone briefing with 156 passengers of the base. Um, says there aren't enough beds in specialized Northern California hospitals. Federal plan was to send them 431 miles south to Costa Mesa's 125-acre Fairview Development Center, which is a state-owned facility for people with mental disabilities, which is now empty. So interesting. So the city's leaders are blocking that move. Citing fears for residents' health, they say they were blindsided by the federal plan. Wow. Yeah, I've heard many of these being affected by coronavirus and quarantine, especially from Diamond Princess Ship, but others also in quarantine, especially from Diamond Princess Ship, that's been one of the most biggest complaints is not being informed, saying, like, they were learning updates from the news, from others, you know, from the news reports on Twitter or what have you, you know, online or from family friends before they were even informed of what was going on, you know, updates. That that has got to be so frustrating yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what happens next. That's got to be so frustrating. Wow. People who remain symptom-free for 14 days after the last day of known exposure can soon start planning their departure starting March 2nd. Buses will deliver them to Oakland, San Francisco, and Sacramento airports. We know this is not your dream vacation any longer. Oh, Holman said, oh. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, these poor people went on a cruise thinking, you know, they're going on vacation. Many, most of them were celebrating retirement anniversaries, what have you. It's just terrible. Terrible all the way around. Um, yeah, that caught my attention. Okay, so 22 minutes to go if you want to call and say hello again. 516-387-1416. I'm looking for that book. Oh, you know what? I think I moved it. I had a book of points, but I think I... I think I moved my book of poems to the other room. <laughs> Go figure. I had it here, and now I think it actually moved it to the other room and put it with my books on a bookshelf. So <laughs> that 
that's ironic, right? I know. Um, maybe for open mic instead, what I can do if I can find it here is I can read an excerpt from my life story book because I started working on it years ago and I have, if anyone's interested, I send it free by email. It's just a mini version. I call it mini version of my life story ebook. And I have decided finally after returning to helping grief recovery classes again and, and all this stuff talking about, I finally feel ready to go back and, and add stories because I've hosted this podcast so long. And so basically what I've done is I've intertwined how my podcast, like from interviews, guests I've interviewed, uh, listeners, you know, co-hosts, all that, um, how different segments of my podcast have helped me, you know, so I, I intertwine that, how it's helped me with different aspects of life and share my life story through that that way. Um, so, yeah, it's been really fun to intertwine it together like that. And uh, where is it? <laughs> uh, it should be here. I think it's on my computer. I'm just trying to find, like, one chapter to read to y'all real quick since I can't find my poetry book. I have to dig. The bookcase is just full of books right now. I apologize. So let's see if we can just find a chapter. Oh, here we go. Hmm. Okay. You know I don't know if I even wrote a chapter with Ross Matthews. I really should have. I haven't yet. That's just terrible. He's the one inspired me to even begin this podcast. I mean, really. Terrible. Okay. All right, here we go. So give me just a moment here. Oh, I like this one. So it talks about my dog and, and my friend, Louise and his Duracell Tuesday, Sally, they have both passed. And he was a military veteran, you know, speaking of military friends. Um, so, yeah, I think I'll read part of this. Okay. So this is Chapter 4 I call Healthy Healing Coffee. And what I do is each chapter at the beginning, um, the top, I, you know, come up with like a coffee name. Usually it's something different, like love a latte or whatever. But this one says Healthy Healing Coffee, and then I take song lyrics from song and this one I chose all those lonely nights I poured myself some coffee left your cup on the shelf I'm finally feeling all right with being by myself love that line I'm healing uh is the song name of the song and the lyrics are by in song by Chaley Tennyson so oh no now my dog decides to bark again oh dear press that we only got like 20 minutes to go who Nine o'clock is normally his bedtime, so it's kind of past it's kind of past his bedtime right now. <laughs> uh, how am I? Uh, let's see. Not only okay, so give, give me a moment here. So my dog comes first, so I'll be right back. If you're a dog lover, you understand. I'll play a song, and when I come back, I will read an excerpt from my life story book for all for my segment of open mic night. Okay, be right back. In the meantime. Let me find a song for y'all. This is... I'm coming, buddy. Hold on. Let's see. We play... I don't know if y'all could hear Let's Go by Bean earlier, so I'll play another song by Bean. Um, this one's called Sunshine. It's kind of floor pace in memory of her dad's beautiful tribute. So here's Sunshine by Bean. Our full name is Noel Bean, artist named Bean. Uh, you can find her on YouTube, great music and music videos. And I'll be right back and share that excerpt from a life story book, including 
uh, story about my dog and my dear friends Louise and Tuesday, the military veteran and service dog that each passed away uh, not long ago, about a year or so ago. Uh, maybe two years now. Gosh, time flies. All right, be right back. Thanks for your patience and understanding as my dog, you know, comes first. Be right back. Seven years since you've been gone. Remorseful little voices saying what's done is done. Midnight time and I fight. Back the tears of our bitter goodbye. I know things went wrong. One final choice led me down a road. I don't belong, darling. Once again, that was Sunshine by Bean. I think and hope my dog Prescott's calm for now. Um, got 15 minutes to go, buddy, and then we'll go 9-9, okay? 
well, I shouldn't say that keyword. You know, dogs know vocabulary and they know words, and that is N I N I or N I G H T said twice. He he knows he knows what that means. All right, um, just like he knows a lot of food. I think he's best at food words and vocabulary. <laughs> All right, um, so here is my contribution to the open mic segment tonight. Um, this is chapter four from my life storybook, Coffee Talk with Shell. I named the book, you know, Coffee Talk with Shell because, duh, because <laughs> I intertwined the name of my podcast, you know, the name of my podcast, and I intertwined all aspects of different aspects of my. All right, so here we go. Healthy Healing Coffee. I won't read all of it, but part of it. Um, let's see here. I wrote, I think I wrote this back in, I don't even know what year was it. I'm trying to think, I, had a, a Super Bowl come yet? I think so. I think it was after that. I think I wrote it 2013. All right. Uh, so it says here, not only has volunteer teaching grief recovery and music helped me, but also crocheting. After I broke both my arms, I began crocheting daily as my method of physical therapy. Um, so I found a solution right at home. Grandma, my adoptive father's mother, Grandma always tried to teach me the skill, but it was not really until 2008 that I finally figured out how to crochet. I recall my grandmother referring to my projects as snake blankets because I could only chain together one long line of yarn during my younger days. But now I can make afghans that could cover a bigger animal like an ape. <laughs> what did I write that line? That's so silly. Uh, as this beautiful form of art has helped me heal my broken arms and get my life on track, I decided I wanted to give back to others through the same method. Um, so I've donated, you know, made donated items over the years. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, I began recently volunteer teaching crochet classes at the library to the community. I was really surprised. I thought knitting was more popular, and I was really surprised. So it's uh, I think it's ages 16 and up, 10 spots maximum for now. They might increase it because, you know, they kind of want to ease me into because I've done individual lessons, but it's my first doing group lessons, class lessons. So, so that's how they set it up for me. And... They said within, I think, less than 24 hours, the class filled out that we have other classes, too, you know, really cool, like art classes, you know, paint, drawing, all that. And they said they'd never seen a class fill up that quickly. And then the next class did the same. So that's cool, you know, very uh, encouraging for me to keep giving back and teaching crochet. So I, I wish my grandmother could see me now. <laughs> all right. So thank you, Grandma, for trying to teach me crochet. I finally figured it out. All right, she'd be happy to know that, I know. Uh, all right. Also, I adopted a dog only 13 days after my father died in 2008. My husband whispered quietly to me during my father's funeral, if you really want a dog, we will adopt one this week. So I reviewed over 400 dog profiles at PetFinder.com a few nights later until I reached two dog siblings awaiting adoption at Second Chance SPCA of Plano, Texas. Shout out to them. They're still around. They're amazing. Koala Bear and Fuzzy Bear were their names. The next morning, my husband and I drove for about an hour to the shelter and were informed Koala Bear had just been adopted. We actually met her adopted parents, a very sweet, much older couple. But her brother, Fuzzy Wuzzy Bear, was still there awaiting his permanent family. So I always say my dog was saved. Uh, they saved the best for last because out of um, basically his, his dog mom and dog puppy siblings were abandoned. So she, you know, had the puppies, and then they found her and the puppies all, the mom, dog mom and the puppies all abandoned together New Year's Day. I think that's why they tell me New Year's Day is his 
my dog's birthday. So sad. But, hey, I, again, they saved the best for last, and I ended up with Fuzzy Wuzzy Bear, who I don't know why I let my husband choose the dog's name, and he chose Prescott. What a proper name for a dog. This still cracks me up. So I actually came up with this middle name, which is King, because that's part of, like, on my mom's side, of family name. Um, so I, his full name's Prescott King, but we really mostly call him Puppy. You know, dogs always name themselves, but his formal name is Prescott, but his <laughs> name he answers to is Puppy, pretty much. Um, so anyway, let me read on. We adopted the three-month-old puppy and brought him home the same day. Uh, uh, let's see. Although our dog loves to dance and play and really is not like his proper name at all, I still love saying aloud, Prescott, come. Prescott, give me five. And so on. Again, I say puppy a lot, too. I took him to the beginner dog class for several weeks, and he became the demo dog student. That shocked me the most. I thought he would do terrible at school. I took him to the dog school at PetSmart back then. Was he a year old yet? or less than a year old when I took him. I don't know. He was still pretty small. And I couldn't believe it. He was the most social dog that the teacher actually used my dog every time as the demo demonstration dog to teach the other dogs the, all the commands and everything. And she even had him go around just socialize with each dog to help the shy dogs, like, come out of their shells. It was amazing. I was such a proud dog mom. Like, you can't even imagine how much I was deeming happiness. So proud. Still am. <laughs> and then you hear him bark tonight, like, yeah, really? That's your dog? <laughs> oh, wow. Star- yep, here, is- I wrote it. The instructor even asked Prescott to socialize with the shy dogs and help them be less shaky. Uh, my most fond memories, though, were taking my dog during his puppy days to visit my mother at her nursing home. She had Parkinson's and diabetes and was bedridden and lost her um is it short-term memory or long-term memory? I get it mixed up. Forgive me. Um, must be long-term memory because it says here, she would remember my dog's name every time but hardly ever know who I was. That really broke my heart, y'all. But then it was bittersweet because she would know my dog's name. She would think I was a nurse most of the time. Uh, Mama in- interacted with my dog a lot. She would pet him, speak to him often, and on the very few rare occasions, very few, almost brought him every day to her. On the very few rare occasions that I went alone, did not bring my dog, she always asked, where's Prescott? So obviously Parkinson's affected her long-term memory more than her short-term because she could remember my dog's name, but she didn't know who I was. Um, this dog helped me through, has helped me through so much in a difficult time in my life. As he was there for me with so many more family deaths after my father died and always cheered my mother up during our visits. So when I heard about Louise Montavon, former Coffee Talk with Shaw guest, a veteran, former captain who wrote a book about his service dog, Tuesday, in the book's title, Until Tuesday, check it out, the New York Best Time Seller, and there's even a sequel book. I was amazed to learn how much more dogs could help save someone's life, literally. Tuesday would wake Louise up from nightmares due to post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Uh, he would remind Louise to take his medicine, he helped his equilibrium, his balance, and much more. After Louise met Senator Al Franken by chance, I call it a fateful meeting, the senator passed his first bill of legislation that helps match U.S. military veterans with service dogs, thanks to Louise. He inspired Senator Al Franken to do that. That's why I call it a fateful meeting, not a chance meeting. <laughs> 
I visited Louise on Tuesday in Houston during August 2011, and again San Antonio in 2012. Each time they had, you know, his uh, book tour event, and got to spend a lot of time. I just got to spend a lot of time with Tuesday. I think the first time in Houston when Louise was like, you know, signing the books, you know, doing the autographs and meeting meeting the attendees, all the people after after he was done talking. Um, he had Tuesday to the side, and I. I would say two, three hours altogether with Tuesday. It was really like tons of one-on-one time with dog. It was, it was wonderful. <laughs> Loved every minute of it. Beautiful, the golden retriever. Um, and I wrote, I strongly encourage everyone to read this book. And if you ever get an opportunity to to do so, I'll do so. Uh, sadly, I actually wrote, if you get an opportunity to attend until Tuesday book discussion, so I even do so, but sadly, I have to update this book. See, that's why it's hard because I've lost a lot more friends since, including Louise and Tuesday. So I have to update this. That Louise, unfortunately, they they found him deceased in a, his hotel room in El Paso. I want to say about two years ago. And then Louise, the service dog, had it's become more like a therapy dog and also lived at home with people. And then, well, then he became a service dog girl. That again for another gentleman, older gentleman, and then. Um, yeah, Tuesday basically died of old age. Um, and Tuesday's Promise is the name of the sequel book because uh, Louise had been planning for Tuesday, you know, as he was aging out to be a service dog, you know, to enjoy his rest of life just as a dog. And then he had a puppy named Promise that was going to become his new service dog. So that's why if you read Until Tuesday, then the next book, the sequel, is Tuesday's Promise, and it, it's, it's, hard, it's more difficult for me to read because I was friends with the police, like many people. He was like everyone's friend. It was so sweet. And you read the book, and you kind of understand, like, looking back, his frustrations and his difficulties and, you know, why he's not here anymore, sadly. Um, but what an impact he made. What an amazing impact he made on so many lives for the better. I mean, that's a cool way to go out of I mean, I don't want to commit this. I don't want to be wrong. And, and even that's a controversy. They don't know if he accidentally overtook his meds or he really intended to kill himself. They don't know. They just don't ever know. That's a big controversy amongst people that knew him. But uh, either way, all I know is that he left an amazing legacy. And Tuesday did too. They're both heroes to me. So, yeah. Uh, sorry. And then I also mentioned Kyla Duffy, another past guest I interviewed who's a fabric aerialist and it's really cool to look her up she has a whole show and helps save dog lives I mean that she's a living group that you can find any way to use your skills and passion and tie them in together somehow some way because who would have thought I would have never thought pretty cool huh alright so we only got a few minutes to go so I'm going to um, start winding down play a song as we wrap up tonight I know Prescott's ready to go to bed or puppy <laughs> 12 years old, and I call him puppy. I know, it's so funny. Because he's always, you know, it's like when you have a child and you always say, you always be my baby girl or baby son. Well, I always say, my dog, Prescott, you always be my puppy, you know, my baby boy, my puppy. So I call him puppy. All right. <laughs> now I'm going to have a song to play for y'all about dogs. I don't think I do right now. Summer. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, don't forget, March 1st, next Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Time, which is also 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I'll be hosting the interview with the author and filmmakers, each um, the two wonderful ladies, 
of Boy Band, the book that's soon to be a feature film, an indie film. So excited about that. And if you get a chance, uh, just Google it. Just go to um, Google or Bing or whatever and do a search and just type in Boy Band, Jacqueline Smith, Jacqueline E. Smith, or um, Wind Trail Publishing, if that helps keywords there. And, of course, I'll put all the info in the show description so y'all can find it more directly later on. So I apologize. I don't have it with me at the moment. Um, but, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And if you do check out the book, uh, feel free to send me some questions to ask them during the interview. I'm always open to that, which that that would be fun. That might be a fun perk on the Patreon is I can announce upcoming interviews and then say, you know, feel free to add questions. Mm just a thought there all right so yeah check out my patreon again it's uh, patreon.com forward slash coffee talk wc same as my twitter name coffee talk wc and instagram so follow me say hello during the week if you get a chance and uh, i'm going to play some music as we wind wind down tonight but in the meantime i want to say wishing each of you a safe and wonderful week may we all take care of each other may may everyone please get well and get better overall in this world i know it's it's been a very stressful and, and scary time for so many. And, and in the meantime, um, I will play – I'll play Scene again since I'm about to wrap up. So this is, my once again, my go-to song with my face being challenged, Scene by Brandon Flippin. And good night and prayer. Love and peace. This is Shell signing off. with